This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. For most of you, you know the good. You know, but when you when you reflect and you have to go back, I have to go back to those abandoned buildings. You know, it's a lot of trauma in there. That's not something that you talk about when you're motivated because my job is to help you not to stay in your trauma, but to get to that next level. You know, but I remember being in that abandoned building. I remember walking the streets of Detroit. Um, you know, and the winters are real. I remember going into restaurants and faking it like I was going to order just so I could stay warm. You know, I remember feeling like frostbitten. And I would go in, like, let me get the number, whatever. And I would pat my, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd go in, look, you know, do the whole, where's my wallet, boy? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, just give me a minute. I promise you, I got you. Let me go to the table. And I would go put my head down and go to sleep, you know? So I remember, though, saying to myself one day, like, yo, E, this can't, it can't end like this. I think what happened when I was homeless, it was a beautiful awakening. It's like when you're, when you're living in, in your parents' home, they, they are the enemy. You know, everything you don't do right is because of them. And then when you're on your own and you had to say, you start making mistakes that you made when you were at home, it's like you can't put it on mama now. Mama not with you no more. You can't put it on daddy and say, my father was too hard. They, I had a curfew. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't let me party past 12. Like I had all these excuses why I wasn't successful because of my parents. But then I was homeless and still messing up in school. You know what I'm saying? I was homeless and still getting pulled over by police. You know what I'm saying? For my boys selling dope. Like I was still getting shot at. Like it was some crazy stuff happening in my life. And I was like, yo, Eric, you finally have what you've always wanted, control over your, over your life and you're getting the same results. So it's only one common denominator, the teacher, doesn't know the cop that arrested you. The cop don't know your mama. You know what I'm saying? The cop don't know the principal. But one of these kids, everybody knows. The cop knows you, the teachers know you, the counselor know you, your mama know you, the police know you. You are the most common denominator in all of this mess. So because there's one person that's in all of this, that one person is the problem. And I begin to say to myself, like, yo, E, if you really want to change, you have to take personal responsibility. And I think the company is where it is and people follow me because they don't hear a bunch of excuses. They hear, yo, E, you coming at me hard, but it's the truth. Like, I know what I'm doing wrong and I just need to make the adjustment. So I would say personal accountability and personal responsibility is what took me from being homeless in a high school dropout to the number one motivational speaker in the world. You run from challenges and what you don't realize, you've heard me say this before, a diamond isn't a diamond because it don't go through nothing. You feel me like the diamond is a diamond because of the process, right? And we know the first is the pressure that it has to go through. And I'm telling y'all, if there's one thing I want y'all to tell the millennials, they got the, the relationship that they have with pressure is weird. I, I promise you, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. With millennials, they trying to run from problems. 
Like for real, like they about to act like they like uh, about to commit suicide because of pressure, right? And they'll come to me, these millennials will come to me like, yo, E, I'm going through it. I'm like, you not, like, I got a lot on my plate. You ain't, you ain't picking cotton. You ain't got those kind of problems. I'm just being real. Like, this, this ain't civil rights. You don't have dogs coming at you. I'm just being real. No dogs are coming at you. You don't have water hoses. You don't have people with clubs beating you upside your head. You ain't got no real problems. For me, I understand that when I look at my ancestors, like challenges and pressure is why we say Martin Luther King, because he went through them. It's why we say Malcolm X, because we say uh, Rosa Parks or Harriet Tubman. Why? Because of the challenges that they went through and they got through it. So listen to me. The first part of a diamond is pressure. The pressure is what destroys all the, for real, all the dross, like all the unnecessary stuff about you. Pressure is going to get that stuff out the way and bring greatness out of you. Greatness don't come out of you when you're making six figures. So listen to me. So then there is the heat that it has to go through. And then look, a diamond is a diamond because they cut it. And so we hate constructive criticism, but that's, that's a part of the process. So listen to me. In business, and y'all got to hear this for real, I've had no struggles in business. Why? The stuff I'm dealing with in business doesn't compare to homeless. I was homeless. I remember having people tell me the PhD is going to break you. No, it's going to break you because you ain't been through nothing because you spoiled. It's going to break you. It's not going to break me. I ate out of trash cans. A paper is not equivalent to eating out of trash cans. It's not the same thing. So for me, no pressure in business, but I will say this, and please hear me because a lot of you want to rush the process. We, we never plan for a business. We just wanted to change lives. Once you make up in your mind, this is what I want. You are unstoppable. But the secret to being unstoppable is first making up your mind with complete certainty, with conviction. This is what I want, and I will do whatever it takes to bring it to life. When you have committed to do whatever it takes, you are by definition unstoppable. Because no one or nothing can stop the person that will do whatever it takes. You gotta say, no, I will not quit anymore. This time it's different. I will not settle. I am the king of the castle. Whatever obstacles come before me are only testing me to see how badly I really want my dream. I want this dream more than anything. I am committed. I am determined. I am unstoppable. The difference in people. The reason why some make it to their definition of success, but why most settle for a life they'd rather not be living. The difference is not whether one gets lucky or has less setbacks than the other. The difference is how badly one wants it. The difference is the successful one is prepared to do whatever it takes. 
What are you prepared to do to live your dreams? What are you prepared to go through to get to your definition of success on the other side? Are you willing to learn, to develop? If I told you your dream life is right over there, it's waiting for you. All you have to do is stick it out. Suffer a little pain. Find the answers. Sacrifice. Would you go get your dream? And why on earth are you waiting? There's only three words you need to carry with you. Whatever it takes. Visualize yourself at the finish line at your definition of success and do whatever it takes to get there. Do not wait. Whatever you want. Now is the time to drop everything and take action. Right now. Make that call. Do whatever it takes to make a start. Don't take no for an answer. Decide. Commit and follow through. You can do it. You will do it. Scientists estimate the chances of you being on this earth are one in 400 trillion. Let me repeat that. Chances of you being born on this earth one in 400 trillion. When you really feel the significance of this miracle and when you understand how fragile your life is, how short even the longest human lives are, you may understand how stupid we must be for fearing to take a risk on living our dreams. Fearing to take a risk on living the life we want to live, not the life that person over there suggested you to live, not the life your partner, brother, or mother thinks you should live, but the one you want to live. 